Welcome to the first ever episode of the Jesus Peel Places podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie Marsh, and I'm so excited that you're here. Whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or you're watching me on YouTube. Oh man, if you're watching me on YouTube. I feel so comfortable podcasting. Like, this is my home. Like, this is my... If people ask me, like, what I love most about social media, it's podcasting. Like, I freaking love to podcast. Being on camera, however, you think I would like it a little more, but YouTube was not my thing. I really tried hard to make it my thing. It's just not. Like, talking to a camera, seeing myself on this little tiny screen, um, my YouTube people, we're going to have a very interesting relationship. But... As Grant would say, you gotta get on YouTube. That's where Gen Z is. So here I am posting on YouTube. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, also me knowing inevitably that all of my friends' husbands are gonna just be like, woo, suggested Mackenzie's YouTube video. And it's gonna be playing on their actual TV. Like y'all watching me on your phone is one thing. Me on like a TV screen like that? No, thanks. No, thanks. Okay, I'm back to speaking to both of you, um, podcasting and YouTube people. I am so excited to be doing this. Like, I cannot even express in words how much this has been on my heart for the longest time. If you don't know, I ran a podcast three years ago with my best friend. It was called the She's Going Places podcast. Now that I said that out loud, I'm probably severely going to regret saying that because me on that podcast, oh man, me three years ago. Oh man. Anyways, we're back full circle moment. I love podcasting and I am going to love doing this, but it's going to be a challenge doing it alone. I'm going to be honest. I have continued to record and I really should have water instead of my Duncan here because my voice after a little while, Lord, give me the strength. Okay. So I want to take the first episode to just kind of introduce who I am, a little bit about my story, touch on that a little bit, and then just explain why I'm doing this. Um, This has been on my heart for a long time and specifically talking about things, like about life, about me, about, about me. Ew, that sounds so like, I'm gonna talk about myself. Um, About my story, I guess, let's put it that way. It has just been a big thing on my heart. So kind of a little bit about me, I, Grew up in South Florida for the later half of my life. I was raised in North Carolina in a super small town and moved to Florida when I was 11. And I was dying to get out from the second I got in. So I went to school out of state, ended up moving back post-grad for my ex-boyfriend. And soon after we broke up, I decided everything in South Florida is what I wanted to be. Like everything the Lord was doing was so cool that there was no shot I was gonna leave permanently. Permanently, however. I did, however, spend the last five months of my life living in the UK, which was a really freaking cool thing. I lived in Oxford and it was the best season of my life, literally ever. I'm so grateful for it and I would not change that season of my life for anything. Life in Oxford was the most restful time ever. I, yes, traveled. We probably traveled for like a week out of a month. So the other three weeks of those months was a really basic, exciting, but very normal life. Like I was living 
where I would walk 20 minutes a mile to the gym, walk back home, go to a coffee shop or a cafe and work pretty much the entire day. And Heidi and I would take an hour walk on the Thames River to town. We would go to church. We would go to the Ivy for tea. It was a very simple, not crazy life. We had friends there, but we didn't overexhaust ourselves to have this big group of friends or anything like that. And we honestly had free therapy sessions every single walk on the Thames there and back from town. And it was such a healing time. And I learned so much about myself being able to just pour out to Heidi basically every single day about what I was going through. And it was, it was freaking beautiful. So now I'm here a couple months after moving back. I've been back in the States for about three months now. I took these three months to let myself adjust. I knew it was going to be a really hard adjustment and I was right. It has been a very difficult adjustment because I loved my life in Oxford. It was really simple. It was great. It was restful. It was healing, but I know things like this were what I was called to do. And as much as I would love to go and live in that season of rest for my entire life, I know that's not what I'm called to do. So I'm really excited to use what I learned in that season here, like here. Um, and what I learned in the fall as well, like what I learned through really hard moments as well. And that's, that's really why I'm here. Um, because I'm a girl who's a Christian who is single at 23, who didn't just go through a breakup and jump to the next guy um, and just marry him because that's what you do as a Christian girl. Um, but I look around at a lot of the people in a Christian space who are doing ministry, who are speaking, who are writing books, and I just see a large group of women who are getting married really young, who are having babies really young, who aren't traveling the world. I think my life looks a lot differently than a lot of Christians. And that's not to say my life looks better or worse. That's not to say this is the right way to do things. That's a better way to do things. Anything like that. That is me saying, I don't think the girls who are 23, single, living with roommates, living by themselves, doing life by themselves, have a voice like they don't really have someone sitting down speaking um and that's not to say i'm going to be the girl who's saying go travel the world screw men did it all this stuff me in the fall might have said something like that not now i very much do desire to be married and i do desire to have a family my burning desire and i truthfully feel like i was put on this earth to be a mom um that that's that's the heart i'm coming from so i'm not sitting here saying i'm so happy in my singleness and i want to stay in it forever or i'm so happy traveling the world i want to stay in it forever to be completely honest traveling the world and doing a lot of the things i'm doing were my plan b like it was not my plan a to live this life but i am now in such a cool position to sit here and talk about it with you and I know not every girl lives in that plan A, maybe either because you don't want to or because it's just not in the cards for you yet. And I think I've watched a lot of girls settle or stay in relationships that aren't 
what they necessarily need or what they necessarily deserve hello um because they're afraid of essentially the life that i'm living so i want to be the voice to talk about the life that i'm living because there's a lot of freedom in that like there's a lot of joy in the life that i'm living it's hard like it's really different and really difficult as a girl who was in a five-year-long relationship who had someone always checking in on me who had someone who knew what i was doing at every second of the day and now fast forward i'm 23 and my closest people are my friends and that is why i'm so passionate about community that's why i talk about it so much i don't necessarily at all times have a great relationship with my family so it's not like they're knowing my every move or everything that i'm doing um so my community is everything to me like it is actually everything to me and that's why i'm here i think yeah exactly what i just said there's so many christian girls who have a perfect relationship with their family, who waited for marriage, who have the picket white fence, who have a ton of money, who have all these things. Their life goes A, B, C, D, E, F, G. My life has gone like Z, X, Y, A, two, four, five. And like, that's okay. And like, that doesn't discredit anything at all. And that doesn't discredit what the Lord's gonna do in my life or what he's gonna do in your life if you have a similar story. That's essentially what this podcast is. Like, your 20s are hard, man. They're hard. And if you're still in your teenage years, those are hard too. But 20s are hard in a whole new way. Well, you're in your 30s. I don't care how old you are. Like, this podcast is still going to be for you. I just obviously am sharing what I can share. Um, we're going to talk about a lot on this podcast like a lot and I'm gonna have a lot of friends come on and we're gonna talk about travel. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about all things Jesus people places to become like the name is this. Um, we're also gonna talk a lot about practical resources. So I'm gonna be putting people in place in my company, which is really, really so exciting and so cool. That can help practically help you. Um, I don't wanna sit here and share my story and say, yeah, I've struggled with mental health, da-da-da, I have a therapist, and then just put a period after that sentence. I want to equip you and say, hey, here's someone who can actually help you. I'm gonna be doing that, which is so cool. I also, if you're the 10,000 people who randomly followed me after a video went viral of me talking about me gaining weight again, that is a huge part of my story. This last August, I was 105 pounds. I'm 5'7". Like, that is not okay. Like, if you go scroll down and watch a couple of my videos, I was like, yay big. Like, I was very, very, very tiny. And in moving to England and healing my relationship with food, I have put on a lot of weight. I still struggle on that. Like, I can sit here and tell you ways to heal, but I don't want to just do that. Like, I want to provide you with people who know that like know better than I do. So I'm going to have people come on the podcast and we're going to talk about how to heal your relationship with food, how to heal your relationship with working out. I played sports my whole entire life. And then when I quit sports, I didn't know how to work out 
Like I had no idea what to do in the gym. I was so embarrassed that I couldn't lift the same weight that I was lifting when I was actively playing sports every single day. So I just stopped. Like I stopped working out for four years and it was only about a year ago where I decided to pick up a weight for the first time again. And guess what? That weight was a three pound weight. Did that feel so embarrassing at the time? Yes, but it was a process. And I'm here to walk with you on whatever process you are going through. And I've walked through quite a few of them. And that's why I feel well-equipped to sit beside you, hold your hand, connect you with really good resources, and help you live your life in freedom. Because at the end of the day, like that's what we're trying to do here. That's what this podcast is about. That's what my company is about. And I hope you feel and receive that. So going into what my company is about, we're going to be hosting events every single month. And those are just going to be like baseline borderline events that are going to be probably going to try to keep around $30, $40 per event. You're going to be getting things with the event. You're going to have opportunities to connect to different people. But again, I want to dive a little deeper. I want to help you fitness wise. I want to help you food wise. I want to help you mental wise. So if you're in Palm Beach County, please go onto my website and I'll link it below as well. Um, and see what resources we have available for you because it's so cool that I'm able to do that. It's so cool that the Lord has put very specific people on my heart, like to the point where I've like not audibly heard a voice, but like felt these people's names, like in my spirit of like, Hey, use this person to be in your company. So please know that every single person that's coming on my team is very intentionally there and the way these people have been brought to my company is one of the reasons I'm here because never in my life have I experienced so clear direction than having these people's names placed on my heart which is really really cool and I hope it blesses you so I want to get into last thing we'll touch on and then we'll move on to the next week I guess and that'll be this episode Last thing I want to touch on is just kind of a proof to me that this company is something that I keep saying company. I don't know what else to call this. Part of me wants to call it a ministry, but I don't really know if it's a ministry. I also don't want to scare non-Christians away by calling it a ministry. So if anyone has a good word for what this is, community, no, it's not a community, honestly, community. For what this community is, I just want to touch on it because it is sailboats. Hey, sailboat tattoo. That's what I was showing off at podcast listeners. Sailboats were a thing that were placed on my friend's heart, apparently, last August, where I was trying to make a logo for Juice Peel Places and I was trying to make like a cutesy flower, something like that. One of my friends was like, Mackenzie, just make it a sailboat. Like, you're obsessed with them. You get so excited every time you see them. Just make it a sailboat. They're basically your thing now. I was like, okay. Um, Sure, why not? This was actually like last June-ish. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, sure, why not? Made it a sailboat. And from there, 
was like, okay, well, let's like research, like make sure like the meaning of a sailboat's good. It's always been something I was like drawn towards even as a kid growing up on a lake, I would see sailboats and get so giddy. And I'm like, what, what, what is it about sailboats? Like, yes, they're beautiful. I've never sailed a day in my life. Like I up at that point hadn't even been on a sailboat, but I would get so excited every time I saw them and they would just bring me this like sense of peace. Um, and I really didn't understand. So when I looked it up, I found out that sailboats symbolize journey and adventure, which is really cool. I feel like that kind of like captures my life. Also, my church is called Journey Church, which is another really cool like layer to it. They're associated with being carried along by the breath of life as the primary form of momentum is gained through the wind and its sails. Oftentimes the breath of life is a way that people describe the Holy Spirit, which I think is really cool that sailboats are technically being carried along by the spirit and a big thing in my life actually one of the songs that like led me to become a christian was like spirit lead me and i'm like okay like i've always tried to move my life like very spirit led like if the lord's calling me to do something i want to jump at it and i want to do it so in diving even deeper into sailboats and how that can tie into community, how that can tie into really anything. I started doing more research on kind of how sailboats work, so to speak. So the first thing, we cannot do life alone. That's the topic I focused on for as long as this company has been a thing. Life is a journey and it's a far more exciting journey when we do life alongside others. Although you can sail a sailboat alone, we are in this for the long haul. In order to be most successful on a long journey, one suggests that at least four crew members to sail a sailboat. It's recommended that you have three to five close friends in your inner circle. I think it's really cool that four, obviously the number right in between three to five. So if you have like four is recommended, if you have three to like, you know, it's right in the middle. Um, four happens to be the number. Okay, so we're comparing a sailboat to life, like sailing on a journey. Um, you need four people, three to five, in your inner circle to best succeed on that journey. You need three to five, four people in your life to best succeed in life. Great, like that's literally the whole, like, foundation of my my business and it just happens to be what sailboats mean again my friend saying hey just make it sailboats again me at five years old getting giddy over a sailboat like the lord is so intentional it's not even funny it's crazy secondly living in england i did a lot of research on what the idea of freedom means because obviously like america landed free and then i was living abroad and i'm like what does this even mean so like a sailboat is freely led by the wind we are freely led by the spirit that was something like the lord put on my heart so when you think about a sailboat nobody says that a sailboat is ever being controlled when you look at a sailboat you think oh my gosh they're so like free like unless they got a stupid motor on you know whatever that's besides the point nobody says that a sailboat is being constrained at all they say it's free but it's being controlled by something it's being controlled by the wind. In the same way, as Christians who have the Holy Spirit inside of us, 
we're living our lives in a very free way. But technically, we're being controlled by something. Being controlled by the spirit. My number one goal in life is for people to see that same illustration in me. That I'm living my life in freedom, even though I'm being controlled by something. People look at my life and say, she looks so free. She's living in freedom. In the same way people look at a sailboat, even though it's being controlled by the wind, and say, that boat is just free. Or it's, the boat's living in freedom. That sounds like a weird way of saying it. I don't know how you would actually say it. But it's really, it's really, really cool as someone who lived my life free for a little bit, living in sin, the world's definition of freedom, I felt such bondage. And now, when I'm controlled by the spirit, I experience more freedom than anything else. And my life feels like freedom. I mean, for goodness sakes, the Lord led me to travel the freaking world. Like, that's freedom. The Lord has led me to do so many cool things. That's freedom. I don't feel in bondage to what the Spirit's calling me to do. I feel free. And that's really, really, really freaking cool. So, that's just a really cool thing. I think there's a really cool intentionality of the Lord in that. And it blows my mind how intentional the Lord is in placing sailboats on my friend's heart, on my heart, and just revealing them to me in so many different ways. And now it's the driving inspiration behind this business. And like, how cool, how freaking cool. Okay, lastly, want to just give the um, mission statement behind my business, just so you know, and kind of can get a feel of what we're about. Jesus Field Places is founded on the idea of finding freedom through embracing the journey and adventure of a spirit-led life. We aim to help women, specifically in their 20s and 30s, experience community that shows them the love of Jesus every day. This ministry is for Christians and non-Christians alike to admit their need and find their people. We are not meant to do this life alone, and we believe that the best way to experience the adventure of life is by loving one another as a sister and a friend. I hope this is something you're excited to be a part of. Whether you're watching, whether you're listening, whether you're going to be in person coming to events, whether you're going to join our group chat and hopefully find your best friends there, this is something that's going to be really cool and that I'm really excited for and that has had a lot of behind-the-scenes work, that's had a lot, a lot of behind-the-scenes prayer. And... I so badly want to be able to love all of you in a personal way really, really well. But the same reason why my Instagram account is not Mackenzie Marsh and is Jesus People Places is because my goal at the end of the day is for you to know Jesus. Because I realized last year where my limit is. I wanted to be everyone's best friend to help them experience joy and community. But I realized really quickly that people just needed me to point them to the right places. First, they needed me to point them to Jesus. Second, they needed me to point them to practical resources. So that's what I'm wanting to do here. With sharing my story, with sharing my life, I want to bridge the gap and I want to connect people and I want to 
connect you where you need to go. Yeah, and that's my heart behind this. And that's the first episode. And I'm just really, 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 really grateful. And I'm just really happy you're here. I'm really happy we're able to do this and we're able to sit down and chat. And yeah, you can connect with us at GSPL Places. I'm not creating a new Instagram or anything for events for this podcast. It is all going to be through GSPL Places. And that feels a little weird because I am going to be slowing down a lot of the influencing stuff and focusing more on this because at the end of the day, the Lord gave me you 48,000 people to pour into and it's not to tell you to buy some clothes. Although I probably will still be doing that because I do need, I do need to make some money and this is not going to make money. But so thank you for supporting me in buying my links or in shopping my links and in continuing to engage with my account because I want my heart to be able to be here. Um, and I want my time to be able to go here too. And I'm just really excited for what this is about to be. So tune in next week and I will see you next week. Bye guys. I love you. <laughs>